Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. This might actually be the best invention I have ever seen. Ever, don't say ever, but go on. Ever? <laughs> uh, snowplow, but for your hitch, and you just drive in reverse. And the person doing it right now is in a Ford, like, Explorer... And they look kind of goofy, but it does. It does. But their driveway isn't super big, and it's actually working. But That's, what is the benefit to having it on the rear and then having to drive in reverse? Because Ryan, you, you don't. It's a, it's it's on a Ford uh, Explorer right now. I can't see this car with a front snow plow, so it's like making the best of having. Oh, a it's hitch. a hitch. Yeah. So no oh. like cutting or installing really needed. You just pop it in. That's crazy, actually. Wow, us us Minnesotan Midwesterners are pumped about that. Man, the future is here, and we just had a snow day. <laughs> you want to know what I'm pumped about? Yeah. Starting a podcast number 58. Not only that, 
but getting an official Jamie cam. Cut to Jamie. Oh, yeah. Wave to the people. Woo! A little thumbs up. Woo! Big Ken's got his own mic, his own camera. Ken, He's now a, that's a, so fun. officially a part of the podcast. We've been reading you guys' comments. And, uh, I mean, we've been wanting to do it for a while, but the budget was really tight <laughs> with all the ads that Ryan was doing. So... <laughs> So they finally paid off. They for finally you guys. paid off. Yeah. Yep. No, we 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 put the money to use and and got a mic and a camera. We finally read enough Blue Chew ads. Yep. Yep. So speaking of, just <laughs> dude, that scared me. Ryan just kidding. You want to know what's crazy? Is the other day I was actually just sitting with Ryan. It was just me and him on the couch watching. And he tried TV. getting you to take one. Well, he goes like, "Hey," and I'd look. Next thing I know, he's hitting me with an ad. Just yeah, that's him. what I was thinking. No camera, yeah. nothing. Just, just reading right out. to me. I was like, bro, dude, it's just me and you. Like, you don't have to do this right now. You the like, dude's an autopilot. That's so funny. I mean, yeah, I look over. Have you played Fishing Clash yet? And then you're like, no, why? And then just full 60-second se- spiel. Bro, Ryan, um, can, can we be honest here? Yeah. So you keep wearing these shirts. Yeah. And I know you go out of your way. No, you don't think they're funny. That's okay. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> okay. I don't understand any of them. Oh, come on. Like the last one, the Illinois, like basically. I have mental just, Illinois. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, I never even saw that one. Yeah. Well, oh, wow. Technically, I think you say it's and Illinois, then, but. Can okay, we, so what, what is this? Can we get a read on that? Every single podcast, Ryan wears a different shirt and each shirt is like kind of a meme shirt or is like supposed to be funny, but. <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> You, you would download, download a crappy JPEG of a monkey some dork paid $2 million for. Oh, oh it's a hit on NFT. like this NFTs stuff and stuff oh, yeah. like that. But this is the font and setup of like in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, when they were trying to say you wouldn't steal like. It was a pirating DVD. Yeah, it was, pir- it was for pirating DVDs. And it was basically saying like you wouldn't steal a pair of shoes and it was like copy or uh, stealing copywriting copyright infringement is stealing yeah and it was just kind of like the whole thing trying to tell the internet that copyright is a thing which everyone theft. took as a total joke yeah it just turned into a big <laughs> like, meme but apparently not big enough for you to understand it i guess i was just too young for it honestly this this one takes it, a it, little bit of thought i have another one down there that's a dog locked in a car and it says i love hot dogs <laughs> Everyone's pretty spicy. That's pretty easy to understand too. Have you guys ever seen the Spotify show on uh, Netflix? It's like the start of Spotify, uh-uh. basically. Mm-hmm. Well, it shows like basically the whole story of how st- Spotify started and then where they are now. Before Spotify came into the market, it was basically all pirating. Yeah. And uh, this guy was like basically just pirating all of his music and stuff. And he was like, I think there's like a market for this. And then it just shows like for the legal whole, music. Yeah, for well, legal music. <laughs> A market for like having songs on your phone at all times or access to, I don't know. Do you guys remember having to buy songs for like a dollar 25? Like new ones would be a dollar. Well, they 25. used to be 99 and then they got sent. <laughs> no, it was a dollar 29. Yeah. 29. They went that. Dude, but I remember when they added that extra technically 30 cents onto it. As a kid, I was like, ah, that hurts. That that's too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of when you like stop. That is too much. And then you, you had to find alternative ways. Like LimeWire. You had to resort to stealing. Yeah. No, no. LimeWire was long gone. Yeah, it was a little. Really? I used it a bit. Like that was long gone prior to them changing the right, right. rate oh, of buying mm-hmm. a song on Apple Music. But dude, listening to iTunes or just music in general, and when you had to pay individually for the song, it was like. You would really put a lot of thought into it. At least I would. That's I was true. like, do I really like this song? Yeah. Will I like this song in a week? Like a year. You, yeah. you put a lot of thought in it. You're like, 
99 cents for the song. And now things are different. Debatably, the best they've ever been, the most uh, balanced with obviously you, you pay a subscription. Do you think it's more lucrative now? Like the the artists are making more yes. money now. Yeah, I, saw I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They have to be because I'm downloading a lot more than ten songs a month, and uh, yeah, like that'd be technically ten dollars back in the day of ninety nine cent songs. They aren't, but no, there's no way they're not huh. making money streaming. They Dang. should. Be I mean, they are, but they used oh, yeah, to do CDs prior to that, and that had to have been lucrative. CDs, yeah. <laughs> CDs, records. Before that, Ben, there was records. Yep. They Somewhere had, in between yeah, that, there was like there was tracks. Tapes and I tapes. guess with with CD sales, you gotta buy the whole. Yeah. Shebang. It was like otherwise you just had to listen to the radio and and you know you hope for that song to come on. But I mean, realistically, <laughs> I would imagine that you're and they're still probably making a shit ton of money. Probably less money a day. Don't quote me because I really don't know. But that's what I would imagine. So back in 1980. Artists were making around like $15 billion off of the eight track vinyl and cassettes. Wow. It goes through a dip up until about the 1990s when cassette comes in and takes it over and brings it back up. Then CD kind of starts filling this chart and then Napster peaks it oh, in like yeah. 1999 at $22.7 billion of revenue. And this is not adjusted for inflation. I don't believe so. Huh. And I, then after that, it steeply declines to 2015 where streaming starts to pull a little bit of money back, but they're still not even close to where they were prior. Dude, so I actually had Napster as a kid prior to having iTunes because I didn't have a iPod or a Zoom. So Zoom was Microsoft's version of an iPod. Zoom? Zoom. Zune. Zune. Zoom, like Zoom. Zune. Oh, it was a no. Zune? <laughs> it's Zune, like Dune with a Z. Okay, well, it was a Zune. So I, I didn't have one, so I didn't know how to even pronounce it. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I, I'm pretty sure Napster went with Zune, but you could also use LimeWire, which was like a pretty iconic, illegal downloading website for, for music. Um, it was all free, but it would poison your computer with viruses. <laughs> Napster wouldn't do that, and it was free. So you could listen to the music and download songs to your computer and all this stuff and even music videos for free. But if you wanted to put them onto your Zune or your iPod or whatever the hell you were going to connect it to, then you had to pay like, I think it was 15 bucks a month, okay. which is quite a bit of money back in like the early 2000s. Yeah. Like I remember but it was unlimited. It was unlimited. So as a kid that didn't have either of them, I would go, like I would go skateboard in the morning. Isn't I remember this as a kid, I'd go skateboard out in my driveway and then I would go downstairs and I would hop on the computer and I would watch music videos and listen to music and play RuneScape. <laughs> RuneScape was so lit. That's yep. awesome. Okay. Yeah, how were companies like Napster like operating? They got sued. Okay. So yeah, it that, did catch up to them. So it did. And then I believe that same guy who created Napster uh, teamed up with Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook. Am I really? Wrong? I'm I, not maybe, 100% certain. Uh, I, I think they had some kind of run in. Uh, maybe we got to double check that. Ken, is that true? James? Kenny, <laughs> I'm actually looking at something else. But. Ken, okay. was the guy that created Napster and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the creator of Facebook, did they no have idea. some? There was an interaction. I thought even in the in the movie on Mark Zuckerberg, they meet, and I thought they did some kind of business together. I'm not the person. Or does he pass up on <laughs> you? It? Are the person? You are the well, person you're asked. Jamie, so look it up. He just asked you not to call him Jamie, though. You're, you're Kenny. Kenny. 
Uh, so I'll look it up. Then. My mom listens to this podcast, unfortunately, and she's going to actually probably call me immediately Wait, and freak out. At I this. was going to tell that story. That's really funny. No, this is a different story. Oh, up until <laughs> Mike, you've November, only been a part of the family for a couple months, buddy. You can't just be hopping on Ryan's no, stories this is like a, this. This is a, a story about of Ryan. It's been going on for years. It, it's not even a story. Basically, <laughs> I just remember when Ryan was like, uh, dude, my I've been like been charging 10 bucks a month to my mom's Napster for, for Napster like, for like it, three, four, five years. The most recent it has I, to be a lot more than five years, bro. 1999 or 19, 999 <laughs> a month every month. And the last one that I have on my phone is uh 2020, but I, they've been coming through more than that. Can't figure out how to cancel it. You go Still? on your bill. Oh, yeah. Dude. You go on your bill and it's like not there. And then we go, can we cancel this? And then every week or every month we'd get a Napster like on your phone. Napster. I'm pretty sure the guy was a con artist, Dude, man. some guy probably somewhere has just like picked up that bank Napster. account number and is just getting to my 10 bucks a month. You've had that since you were still. in high school. Yeah, like so since it was like going? ringtones. It's still going. Uh, no, it looks like it ended last year. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Man, I'm, Napster okay. fell off. When do, you, when do you think you started that? Let's Ooh, just shit. say it, it was going for at least... 10 to 15 years. I would say, like, no, I, I, I mean, probably when ass. I was like 14. So I'd say, yeah, good, like seven years <laughs> okay. of Napster. Right. And I don't remember you, using it yeah, really ever. ever. That's insane. So I still, I mean, they are clearly were getting their monthly rate, but like, I don't get how they, like, that was the peak of paying music artists. Yeah. Like Napster. So Napster I, did pay the people though? I guess they must. That seems like Napster came, that chart looks like Napster came in and then mm. took it all down. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I think a lot of the artists sued him. Because they were like, you stole our music and gave and it away for free. Or Napster, uh, this is it. This is in present tense, but Napster pays an average of one point nine cents per stream. Oh, shit, Go figure out what it is now. I bet you that, one point nine cent. So that that's what dated, they were making. What, dated so February artists were making how, how much I don't think Spotify? they were paying them. How, how much is a stream per Spotify? That's I feel like it's got to be way less than a penny. Uh, yeah, Napster was giving it to them good, dude. <laughs> no, even if they're paying ten bucks a month. At 1.9 cents a song, how do they still make money? That's but what I'm saying. It. Is like, how does Apple iTunes make money? Because I'm downloading like a hundred songs a month, and I'm paying 7.99. I'm sure it's just like anything. Like you probably lose money on the uh, people that download a bunch, and then you make money on the people. Like the average consumption of music, you're probably not downloading that much music. So you're still like downloading it to your phone or it's just worth it, it to keep up with the other brands or, or sites or apps. It and is then you keep people buying iPhones, whatever, but say, yeah. think about it, dude, if they were paying one cent and think how many streams did like little baby have this year? He had, you know, like 20 billion streams. Do the math on that. That's still what? Like a couple hundred million dollars off of just streaming. Yeah. Or it's their stock price. Like, <laughs> When Spotify picked up Joe Rogan's podcast for a hundred million dollars, oh, their stock price went up. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was like two billion dollars worth, like like their overall worth. Mm. So it maybe it's just that, like where they it's kind of a wash on the actual streaming side of things. I bet they're still making money on the streaming. This this website's actually saying Napster pays the most out of all the platforms. It says they pay. <laughs> they're wow. just working they to get it back. back. They Sixteen dollars and eighty two cents per thousand streams. Uh, Sixteen dollar wow. CPM. Per That's pretty streams. damn good. Yeah. Apple yeah. Music pays seven eighty three. Spotify is. We start uploading our videos to Napster. And Napster? YouTube is sixty cents. 
YouTube wow. is 60 cents per thousand views. I guess, yeah. Man, Dang, that's Dang, 16 up. bucks per thousand views. And if you had a song, keep in mind, it'd have to blow up on freaking Napster. <laughs> 16 bucks. Yeah, but what up, guys? Go listen everyone. to this podcast yeah. on Napster. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave Napster a hell of a plug there. Yeah. Ryan, you just gave me PTSD. I thought you were going in the yeah. advertising I put on my mode. podcast. It sounded just like voice. I was like, what the hell? Is there an ad placed within my headphones? Mm-hmm. We're about running up to that point, so let's just run it here. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ryan starts running ads in our headphones. <laughs> this is just like, I mean, I know we don't really care too much about this, but Megan the Stallion just came out and said that basically that Tory Lane shot at her, which is, this happened in like 2020, but it blew my mind. She, he basically like, they came home from the club and because Megan the Stallion's a pretty big deal. No, like, no, no. I think he shot her. In her he foot. shot her foot. There were bullet fragments in her foot. That means oh. there, there was, there's no bullet holes in her foot. There's a okay. big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still bad. Like, it's still bad. <laughs> they got home from the club and like she was like insulting him and wanted him to like open the door up and you know maybe being a bitch and then just and then but then he just like shot know, goes a gun crazy. The door. And, no, and just said dance bitch and shot five times. And yeah, he said dance bitch. Jesus. And then like insane. And then he apparently he paid her a million dollars or offered her a million dollars to not say anything. I think in the 
latest Drake song. He says something about Meg the Stallion like capping. <laughs> What's the know, line exactly? Drake raps, this bitch lie about getting shots, <laughs> but she's still a stallion. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Drake is so weird. Thank you, Ken. so awesome, but. Did you see his thing that he bought uh, a diamond necklace that has like 42 engagement what? diamonds? And it's for the 42 times he wanted to propose. 42 times? Yeah, it seems oddly specific. Just oddly high. He kept track of all that? Yeah, that's what I'm you wondering. You think after 10, you'd be like, yeah, you know, I was felt like I was in love, but it, you know, just... <laughs> and bought different rings every single time? I think he probably just wanted a really expensive necklace. <laughs> yeah, and, and wanted some reasoning behind it. Wanted a good Makes story a so people would talk st- about it. Makes a little bit more sense. You guys think Drake is overhyped? Yeah. I, I think that his songs are slightly... At least for my taste in music, they're a little slow and like kind of just too like lovey dovey and and just a little bit soft. Like you're trying to get in your feels almost, which I don't really want to do. But I do think that he's a legend in the fact that everyone else loves him. And clearly, I think he's like got to be one of the highest earning artists. Have you guys seen Drake's plane? I was just going to bring that up. It's a charter, like full on seven. 47 Boeing. Yeah, yeah. Like commercial seven, plane yeah. for like 300 passengers probably. Outfitted into just for him. a personal jet. And I was going to bring it up because now he's not, he was the only musical artist to have a plane that size. I'm pretty sure they gave it to but him. Now, yeah, I, I think Boeing right. gave that to him, which at the time I remember when I saw that, I was like, man, why would they do that? But now it, every time Genius. I think of Blake, Drake, don't even remember <laughs> his name, Blake. <laughs> Now, every time I think of Drake, I'm like, man, I know that he's like big deal. But then I think of his plane. I'm like, who else just gets gifted a Boeing 747 that isn't like the greatest of all times in the eyes of like the masses? Because nobody else has has that. Nobody else has been gifted something like that. So maybe it's just like me conforming to the rest of society thinking that way. But I'm like, yeah, no. He is probably a goat because of that. It was a gift from the Canadian Air Cargo Carrier wow. Cargo Jet. It was used. That's Still worth cool. like 100 million. It's a 760. They just gave it to him. Yeah, I forgot that what it was a fuck? gift. That's, That's crazy. insane. Because I was just going to say, DJ Khaled just posted a video of him like plane shopping for basically oh, the yeah. same size plane as Drake. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's. Now someone else did it. However, he's got to buy that shit. Dude, I, I, I saw that video and I thought to myself, and I'm not even throwing shade, that plane has to cost so much money. So much freaking money. How does he have money to pay for that on top of all the other useless shit he's probably paying for? <laughs> if there's anybody who's no got to him, streaming saying, money, it's got to be DJ Khaled because he's just guess, like, slap the DJ Khaled on that. Slap the DJ Khaled on that. When I saw that, all I'm saying is I was like, Wow, I had no idea these guys were making this type of money. Yeah, because like that kind of money is ridiculous to buy the jet. Like, let's say that that jet is a hundred million. It's a fuck ton of money. Yeah, but you got to pay to maintain it, store it, fuel it, fly it. You got to have people to fly it. Yeah, like I mean, it's just that would be a nightmare in my opinion. I guess it just goes back to man, these guys got to be making so much money where it's so easy to justify it. Because, yeah, it's a headache, but, like, when they got that much money, it ain't a headache. Why they not got just people rent for it? it. I, I guess I, that's true. I think there is something to be said about, like, DJ Khaled's probably, like, I'm the greatest producer of all time. I ain't renting shit. True. I need yeah. myself a $100 million jet. True. Yeah. 
Dude, so speaking of planes and also renting stuff, like we got hit up by this. I don't know. Just oh, some I dude. saw this. Yeah, I heard you talking about it too, Ryan. Just some dude that was like, hey, I, I don't know if he owns it or works for it, but this yacht um, chartering company, basically like renting yachts, and went to the page and looked. They have 114 pages of rentable yachts and sailboats, and there's 24 on each page, so they have like almost 3,000 yachts around the world that you can rent. So what do you say to us? Got to get you guys in for seven days. And I mean, I'm sure. Like we for to... free or we're paying? I don't know. Probably well, not for free. So okay. <laughs> look at look but, at the the top result. They uh, sort by most expensive to least expensive. This is assuming for seven days. I think they're all kind of just around What's seven What's it going to cost? Which I already know. I have no interest at. $945,000. So basically almost a million. Ryan ain't Who's doing paying enough. for that? Right. <laughs> Your ads, Ryan. And they ain't paying for a. Even one percent of it. So we don't even spend a minute on that fucking boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not but, even a minute. So we can I'm, look at it. Maybe. Then that <laughs> one just that one doesn't even look real. Like you look at it and it, it looks like just it doesn't look real. So this dude just hit us up and was like, "Hey, do you want to basically pay to?" I mean, use no. My I can read you the email. It's go pretty, to the, It's pretty short lived and boring. But go to the hundred and fourteenth page, and then that's probably more what the ones that yeah, it's a pontoon. So twenty one foot pontoon. It's actually not nearly as bad as you'd think. But I went all the way to the last page and then look for the cheapest one. It's thirteen hundred and fifty dollars for uh, assuming seven days, and it's, it's a dinghy. Thirteen hundred no. bucks darn for near. seven it's days. A darn near. It's, it's a up, Lund fishing boat. <laughs> I, it's it's with a ninety up, horse on the back. It's, it's like a two, uh, like a two little bedroom, like little mini yacht. Lit. Yeah, I was like for thirteen hundred fifty bucks. Mini yacht. Hold up. No. Pull up the photo. Pull show. up the photo. A mini yacht. It does all say AKA plus expensive. A pontoon. Oh, so then with the, a fishing so then, house on it. But that's what I was wondering. <laughs> mini so. yacht. It's a houseboat on a pontoon. <laughs> Dude, Evan and I had a great idea when we were searching up yeah. houseboats. I was this curious. Week. Do we want to? I was just about to actually say this. Do we want to spoil it? Because some people like to steal our ideas. You can't steal it because it's ours. Okay, well, Evan and I were talking about how expensive it Why is. Why are you leaving me out? I was a part of this, too. <laughs> Evan and I and CJ were talking <laughs> about how expensive it is to live around here. Yeah. And Evan said, I should just get, like, a houseboat type of deal, and I could park that out in front of the boys' house. Brilliant. And then live on oh, it. I yes. love that. Genius. And I was like, I yeah. Well, a sandbar. You could move around. It'd be lit. Yeah. It'd be great. And then he brought up a couple stories of ones he'd seen up on bigger lakes, all that. And he goes, you know what? We could... We could build one for here. And then what did you say? You go, well, we could just buy a skid fish house and drag it on. And then you could live in that. Right and I was on like, a flat pontoon. On a flat two pontoon. Barrels. And I said, what about one better? You take an RV or like a towable RV and you back it onto the pontoon. <laughs> and you build a little deck around it. So then from the water, you got a houseboat, right? This is brilliant. Yeah. And this then you, brilliant. you. I can't <laughs> believe you guys came up with this. You peter on over to the shore. No offense. No offense. <laughs> You peter on over to the shore, and then you put it up, back the truck down, hook up, go out into the woods for the weekend. <laughs> it's really? Sunday comes around, back right on, you're back on the lake. Is that legal? Maybe. Yeah, like, what if all legal. you had to do is just register it as a pontoon? Yeah, like, yeah. bolt the tires down or like strap the tires <laughs> to the pontoon. Yeah, it's all it's all part of it. So I guess it sounds my, tippy. Yeah, it does <laughs> sound a little tippy, but it does sound pretty lit. Being right at the sandbar, you're all. Mm -hmm. You know, doing whatever you do there. It, you're maybe a, a little bit, you're a little bit trashed, and then you're like, 
I can't go home. I mean, you sleep right there within your own house. No, that or is, you that are is home. We go <laughs> and park it. We go and park it right on the pond on the track. Evan lives on the motocross track on the water. That doesn't sound the three sixty water. That sounds pretty lit. We start taxing Evan. <laughs> Do I really think we're going going to put a trailer home on a pontoon and? And have Evan live in it? No. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, maybe. Okay. Well, but I what I did have an idea for was that we should do like a 24-hour yes. or maybe 48-hour houseboat yes. challenge. Oh. So we either rent one or we go somewhere that has one. That actually And we go and park bad. that bitch out on the water. Yeah, middle it can't, of it can't, summer, it can't, and it's all of us, and and I'm sure I, one of us will leave because they will be so goddamn mad by the end of ten hours of it. That actually kind of sounds it, nice. It, it'd be like the igloo challenge. It'd be like the igloo challenge, yeah. which no one actually pulled on that. Transition. So well, but to like, date, that was my one of my least favorite. Actually, no, that was my least favorite video we've ever filmed and made. The 24 hour igloo <laughs> challenge. I think that to do it properly, that kind of idea, you'd have to do it on like. Straight up the smallest boat possible. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like whatever. Make, make the suck. I want extreme. room to like bring the pinball machine with. Oh. I, I, I don't doubt that for a second. I know that you guys couldn't bear to leave I that think it would behind. be awesome. How about we don't yeah, try to it make it this be, big it would, suffering thing? How about we just go out and have a good time? But then it's like, what, what do we put the time limit at? Is it like 48 hours? If, shit. If we're having a good time, why do you got to leave? If we're on a video, super, the we're video. having fun. Why are you leaving? Our girlfriends are like, the video is over four <laughs> days ago. Like we're just, yeah, we're really out. just trying to challenge ourselves. We're right. tubing if, if, <laughs> it. Yeah, if it had like, you know, if it was like a yacht and has jet skis hanging off the side and shit, like, I mean, I, that would okay, be considered this, leaving. I, I'm not going to lie, man. This thing is going to be far from a yacht. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Far from a yacht. If nope. we have a small window air, for, air conditioner, we're going to be living... Very large. Okay. The, the video is titled like surviving 72 hours on a boat. And then the boat is like freaking, it's got jet skis strapped to it. And it's got like <laughs> yeah, yeah. a full live-in bar and a bedroom. Like it's a like full a full staff. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is terrible. I want to get off. Uh, <laughs> count down the time. You want, you want to know something, Ben? You said that the 24 hours in the igloo was the worst video yeah. that we filmed to date. For one, I thought that was a lot of fun. And for two, you want to know... I mean, this is a pretty bold statement because I'd really have to look through the probably 400 videos. I don't even know where we're at. But this R6 quad swap that we're currently working on that we weren't even able to drop this week because it everything has been such a headache. That is, This is actually my least favorite video. As of right now, I know we're probably a third through it. Is my least favorite video we've made. I was and about to say the, the same part. thing, bro. The I've been banshee not and having fun. Are the worst two videos not that I think we've ever made in our YouTube career. It's not our worst Wait, video. Worst, worst time making. Worst, worst time, time making. Worst time making. It's gonna be a legendary video when it's done. 100%. But it's like we've just spent so much time. You know, we're all kind of sitting around trying to figure out like how to oh how do we make this work, whatever. And it's just so much time to ultimately be cut down into probably like we we spent five days filming so far and we probably have four minutes of a video just due to like the, the slow process it. of building this thing and it has been extremely boring i told alex she she asked me how my day was i said it was boring <laughs> she asked me how my day was again the next day i said it was boring she asked me how it was i said boring and mm -hmm. honestly i have not had a boring day in a very very i don't even i don't know if i have had a boring day in six seven years yeah like straight up yeah yeah, yeah. no i I know what you're saying. When I think back to filming that video, 
just like the different emotions that I got from it weren't like I'm bored or um, like this sucks. Like I was anxious and I'm not an anxious person. Very rarely do I like tweak on something. But the fact of like being underneath that much snow and like on the lake <laughs> and uh, the but, on ice was a nice new yeah, twist. Yeah. But there was just like parts to it where it was like evoking new emotions out of myself that I didn't even know existed. Right. And I was like, I just want this to be over. I I'm like thinking of the worst possible options. And like, I'm in such a negative headspace. You were, I was just like, and I hate, I hate being like that person or having that like mentality on something. I was just like, I just need to like start over. This is just not good. I need to get out of this place. And we couldn't. Mm -hmm. And that's like, well, you could have laughed. I could have, I could have, but like that wouldn't have been good. And And the car would have got wrapped pink. Right. And it still did, which which (laughs) is ridiculous. Still so stupid. But dude, I have so much respect for creators that do these challenges for like 48 hours or 50 hours just to like meet the title and thumbnail to like make it look good most of them aren't like life risking though like i will say but i if things did go wrong in the igloo it would have been bad i felt like that igloo challenge was like kind of like life risking that was but most other youtubers don't have life life risking challenges right and the whole time i just thought this is not worth it and it's a waste of our like waste of our time but mostly like i hate that we're even risking this because like the igloo could have collapsed pretty much at any given point and it would have been bad it would have been really bad but it didn't you're right it didn't and at last it stayed up for another week or two even <laughs> yeah. we even we drove, yeah, a, drove razor a fucking razor a- on top. afterwards <laughs> afterwards we knew that but like in the time i was like this is so stupid like just for like a short-term gain I don't know. That's just kind of like my mentality in the moment. So that's why I look back at it and think like the suck wasn't worth it. I I can respect your mentality of uh, not looking for a short-term gain because I'm the same way. I'm all about just like this, this uh, YouTube game or whatever else kind of career you're doing is a marathon, not a sprint. And I feel that. And I think about that every day when we're planning and just navigating our path. But I didn't feel that way in that moment. Yeah, I was thinking, like, if this shit fell right now, it would be really bad. But I felt pretty comfortable in there. And, uh, like, it was a little scary and I was cold. But for the most part, it was exhilarating. And I liked the camaraderie of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought it was really fun. I honestly had a good time. I would do it again, but I just know there's really no point in doing it again because it's like we can't make a video doing it again and do it better. Because Thanks. that was like top of the line. We had a fucking Nintendo Switch, a keg. <laughs> we had a bar. We had steak. We're like it was pretty awesome. It was legendary, ass. man. It was legendary. It was such a fun time. But that's why opinion. I like. And it was all built by us. Yeah, that was sick too. That's why I love the True. idea you just had with the the houseboat thing it's because different. it's like we can't do the Same igloo thing. again. Like we could make it bigger and better and stronger, but it's like what's the transition? And I love that. So how do you feel about instead of being freezing? Being very, very hot. <laughs> I can deal with that. And mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. Big bugs. And possibly the boat sinking. sinking. I can always put on a life jacket. Benji a life jacket for like 48 hours. I would, dude. Some of those things, honestly, like some things that we do actually kind of tweak me out where like I reflect back on it. I'm like, man, I was pretty tweaked out on that. Thank <laughs> God nothing went wrong. But like 
I tried to play it cool, and then afterwards, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I Dude, we, we've talked about that before where it's like certain things trip Ryan out that don't mm-hmm. trip you out. Certain things don't trip Evan out that trip me out. And and just like it's so funny because we always go, Dude, are you seriously tripping out about this right now and you do this? You're tripping yeah. about this and you do that? No, I'd agree with that. I think it's how much time I have to like really think about it. <laughs> I feel like the amount of time that you're immersed in the stress is what gets to you. You can deal with like the little bursts of it, but if it's just like a constant looming yeah. thing, then that's when like being stuck in an igloo, stuff like that. That's yeah. when it gets to you. Yeah. I'd Evans is really that. random. He'll like Evans, drive yeah. a spiked R6, a hundred miles an hour, lay the thing down, rev limit, do a wheelie. But like if the gas tank doesn't have the right thread bolt in it, he's like, this is ridiculous. He does his little... Throw them up. <laughs> yeah. Throw them up. But it's just, that's that's the way it goes. I have things that it, stress me out for no reason. And I, to go back on that, would say that making these videos has been the worst for me because I get stressed about, one, not feeling like we're all us- utilizing our time, and two, being worried that it's not going to get done, and then three, that when it gets done, it's not going to work. And all those things add up to me and then come out in a negative way. I'd say very well said. It's like those emotions come out when you have to worry about, okay, the time frame of it getting done. And then like when you're Everybody looking on your phone, kind of like yeah. you're Googling shit, but then you like, I don't even End know. on Instagram. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, actually like that yeah. happens, but also like, and then maybe there's too many hands in the kitchen at the time and, and you're just like sitting there staring at it and nothing's getting solved. Yep. That is where. That's like, where just, it just gets like, gets y'all worked. It gets yeah. me all worked up. Yeah. It's so stressful. Dude, when we have off time though, man, I'd love just doing nothing. Like just chilling. Which is nice and, like, to being see okay you come around it. to because there was many years I remember we would not like if we were just chilling, like maybe a year and a half ago, you would like stress out. You'd be like, We should be doing something. There's something we could be doing right now. I'm like, dude, it's okay. Just- to be fair, we should have been doing something. Probably. You're, <laughs> we should have been doing something. But you can't always do something. But on like a Sunday when me and Greta are just chilling and she's like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's go for a walk or like uh, go and work out. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no. No, I've been doing things. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do any of that. I want to I want to chill. Ah, shit. I, now that you said that, I think I'm the opposite. It's like still. Really? Yeah. You've like, always just had a wild yeah, amount like, of energy. Like, a, like on a Sunday. I'm like, yo, what can we do? What, what is there something to do? There's got to be something to do. But I still like to chill. I see you are a ball of energy, Mike. You're up early in the morning. <laughs> One of those were going lies. at it. Two of those might have been lies. <laughs> no, I feel the the same way then with the laundry, and I feel so bad because like I'll get home from a day here, and I've spent all day talking with you guys, my best friends. Love it. It's great. But I spent all day talking and doing things. You know, being in the car, driving, being outside. I'm like active and socially active. And then I get home and I'm like, I cannot wait to just watch TV and just <coughs> Chill. just unwind a little bit. But she's been cooped up working at home all day. The only social interaction she gets is with like her coworkers on Zoom. And then I'm just like, she's like, hey, how was your day? And I ask all these questions and I'm just like completely burnt out. And I feel really bad. I feel like that's a hard thing for people who live different lifestyles you know yeah i think both sides are very relatable it's like a tough balance yeah totally switching things up we've been thinking about going into the new year and changing things up around uh this the podcast studio here like doing something different 
either with the desk or completely getting rid of the desk. We're thinking about just going with couches, just like kind of making the environment, the podcast studio, more just chill. like a little bit more chill. Yeah. A little bit like more open and free, less like desky and mm-hmm. yeah. set up, but also more spread out where Evan's sitting on the couch right now, which you guys can't see if you're watching on YouTube, he would be on camera in a sense. Oh, It'd be like thing. very, I, I, I kind of like the spread outness, but obviously we haven't made our mind up yet, but we are going to be changing the set. I don't know what we're going to do with this sweet like table that we had made. It's really cool, but we definitely got our use worth. But uh, 57 podcast, 58. I wouldn't be mad about sitting on a couch while talking to you guys. This is great, but if I can <laughs> like lean back. Yeah, I think the thing about the podcast table is it is nice, but it does feel like a little, I don't want to say formal, but if it's in more of like a relaxed yeah. setting, like it might be a little bit more like flowing and easygoing almost well, and like less Im- yeah. intimidating if we have like guests Guest or, or like our yeah. friends just sit down just because like being up in Minnesota, as you guys have seen, like there's, there's very few guests that we can have on here just because like the lack of people to come on. But we're like, we have so many friends that have like interesting stories or just honestly right. shoot the shit with us or funny that we're like, dude, you should come on our podcast and let's just have a good time and like chop it up. And then they sit down and it's like, feels formal. Yeah. Like it, right. it feels, you got the lights, you got the cameras and uh, it, it, it's harder to have a conversation versus just sitting on the couch or sitting down mm-hmm. in the shop, just shooting More the chill. shit. It's so we're like, trying to think of like, how do we, you know, continue to make these programs, but, bring on just like our friends to just have conversations with. Yeah. It's just like what we were. So before this, we were sitting down eating and <laughs> me, Ben, Evan, and our boy fast was downstairs and we were having this, this really funny, awesome conversation. We're like, damn, this would have been great on the podcast, but like you don't ever get into some, sometimes you don't get into those either way. We need more cameras around the room. You know, like, what do you think, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can't even oh, be mad at the guy. Yeah. Can't even be mad at the guy. Jamie. Snipe. Go. I got a couple more months of, or weeks of exclusivity. Jamie. <laughs> you actually didn't even, can't have Bush I didn't even realize that. I think technically online I am supposed to be just wow. drinking Coors. Well, good for you. Yo, I got Yo, you, so you drink bad. Coors you every day. I do. The only thing you drink is Coors. You don't drink water, milk, <laughs> pop, nothing. Mm-mm. Just My Coors. favorite, I... I Small call out here was because it just cracked me up. When you reach into the fridge, you grabbed a Mountain Dew, then you kept the, <laughs> the door open with your forearm, grabbed a Coors, looked at them both, put the Mountain Dew back. <laughs> Decided, like, well, it's time. They both look good. You know, want to know the actual thing that was going on in my head is uh, I recently started drinking uh, Apple Crown and Mountain Dews. And I was like, I'm going to mix Jeez. up an Apple Crown and Mountain Dew. And then I was like, Nah, that might be a little extreme for right now. So then I grabbed a beer instead. It's darn good. It's a lot of sugar. It is a lot of sugar. You know, it is funny, though. I will say, uh, with going back to the podcast, the amount of people that listen to it that are actually, like, you know, associates of us. Or I was going to say real acquaintances, people. Um, is alarming. <laughs> like, I'll go places, and now they'll be like, yeah, like, you know, your guys' issue with, the mechanic, like, and did you ever get that solved? I'm like, uh, did, did I tell you about this? <laughs> did you all? like, well, you know, on the last podcast, I'm like, you listen to the podcast? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I listen to everyone. I'm like, oh my, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I got to straighten up on there. <laughs> I just did our the same thing. Uh, Greta's mom. 
listened to, I don't know if it was a couple of them, but the My Dad podcast. Oh. And I was just thinking back like, oh, man. We're good in that one. Don't yeah. go back any further. <laughs> yeah. So the other day, uh, Greta's brother got held at gunpoint and robbed in the cities. What? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, dude. On uh, the U of M campus. Oh, her wow. little brother. That is not cool. No. I was hoping you were going to say like in Mexico or something like no, dude. In Minneapolis. <laughs> Are guns less scary in Mexico? Gone to no, shit. but it's a lot more likely to happen. In, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he was walking into his frat house, just like literally behind the house. It was the other frat, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Oh. No. And uh, yeah. Just some, frat some, violence. Some, some guy was like, I, I hope I'm not like out in or like, like they're upset that I'm like telling the story. I just think it's like crazy and, and it kind of oh, just shows wow. like where... Everything has kind of gone to shit, but especially, you know, close to us, it didn't feel like Minnesota would like be like this. But yeah, he uh, was like walking to his frat house and this guy put down his window and was like, come here. And, you know, what what do you do when you're in an alley? It was like a short, like a tiny little alleyway. And uh, he like goes up to the window and the guy pulls out a gun, points it at him and is like, give me your phone or your wallet. Makes him open up his phone, give the code, and then go into iCloud and delete his iCloud so that, like the phone is trackable. Oh my gosh! And then he couldn't remember the code, so he like had him tell him like five times and was like, "I'm gonna sell the phone. Like I need to know the code." And then thankfully let him go. Yeah. Who knew that forgetting your iCloud password, which happens every time, would come in handy? So did you not take his phone? No, he took his phone. <laughs> oh. No, he, he took his phone, he took his wallet, took everything. Oh, I thought he gave it back his phone back to him because he couldn't figure out the code. No, no, no. The guy couldn't remember uh, his phone code. Oh. So he asked him like five times. What a fucking idiot. You gotta be on top of this type of stuff. You're doing armed robbery in so, an alley? Something tells me the guys doing armed robberies in alleys aren't the smartest guys to remember codes. But anyway. Yeah, isn't that crazy? In, <clears throat> in on campus or just off campus? I mean, yeah, I mean, the frat house is yeah, right on, on campus. campus. Yeah. That is so messed up. Was it like someone his age, our age? No, he said he was like an older guy. And I guess like the cops have been watching him. And there's like video cameras of the incident and everything. But like he was in an unmarked car, didn't have license plate. Oh, no plates. And he's just driving around. And now he's like at, you know, at large technically. Like yeah. still, he's probably still doing the same shit. So when that happened, me and Greta started looking at like the crime reports in the cities. And, dude, that's just, like, one of 50 things that happened that day. Right. Yeah, probably that hour. It was small, I'm sure, in the scale of it, which not to even try to minimize it, but that's crazy. Like, that's got to be pretty scarring, obviously, yeah, for him. Having a gun pointed at you, you don't know, yeah. if, you're gonna, you don't know if the guy's going to pull the trigger. Right. And, and thank God he didn't, obviously. I guess it's definitely going to make him more careful. I mean, I'm not saying... Of what? Of walking? Walking? No, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's... (laughs) It's just your living, like, situation. Yeah, no, it's the worst, but I was like, 
it, if that's what it's going to be in Minneapolis, then that's what it's going to be. And I'm just like, hopefully he's got his guard up. I don't want that to, him to ever even walk over to a car that says, come here. I love how Micah just told, hopefully he learned his lesson when nah, Mike hasn't nah, fucking nah, learned nah, his guy, A guy puts down his window, he points a gun at you and says, come here. What are you going to do? Run away? Well, I'm, Mike would have been that's stressed. That's his fault for not next, being out after dark and wearing those type of clothes. No, it was at 1.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, he shouldn't have been wearing those type wow. of clothes, you yeah, know? It was, it was in the middle of the afternoon. Jesus. Wow, that's actually pretty I'm crazy. not saying he, he learned his lesson. I'm just like, damn, I bet he's going to be careful walking around now. Like not not even like just what do you what do you mean like he's not roaming like, around without his peace or his boys right? <laughs> like what do you that. mean careful? It's it's like where you live. I feel right. Like. He's so he's got to be careful. How could how what would he have done differently? I'm not saying he should have done anything differently. <laughs> I'm just dropped out. <laughs> See, not, that's yeah, what happened. Not when you go to college. So I'm just kidding. No, I'm you. Kidding. I I I'm not saying he should have done anything. Is what you're saying is like being aware of your surroundings. Yeah, more, just, just being aware what? that the chances of that happening are extremely higher than when he comes home to DL, when he comes home. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. that's what, it's just like a completely different but like it actually, living situation. Oh, shit, that actually happened to me. I've heard this happening to people in Minneapolis, like, Bro, all the time. That happened what, to me. What's like, super annoying, I've talked to certain people that live in the cities that completely deny the living situations being dangerous. And I don't that's understand. It. What do they live in Minnetonka? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why. Well, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Nicest city. <laughs> no, I think it's people that live outside that don't want to recognize what's happening in in, in the yeah. city almost. Or I think, which is even more like delusional or worse, is that it's like a political stance where you don't want to admit that it is dangerous or that like things are happening because it looks bad on your politician that yeah. you support. Mm. I'd agree with which that. I, which I'm like, dude. At what point is it just not worth it? Like, yeah. put politics aside. Put pride the safety, aside. The pride aside. Like the safety of civilians, random civilians in a town, just because of like a certain policy. Right, I, dude. I agree 100. Political agenda. I don't know. It's, it's like it's they don't like, care about the integrity of their beloved city. You know, they're just like letting it go. Do you remember, well, Ryan? I don't, I don't think they view it like that, though. They don't. That's I, not, yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. And, I mean, look at politics from either side, and they'll they're both argue. Up. Yeah, they'll both argue against each other, and I don't think either are probably right. But um, almost putting a sense of, like, humanity aside and trying to make it something political when it shouldn't be that. No human should be put in that position. Like, dude, yeah, can you imagine... Being held at gunpoint, was he pretty jarred from it? Was he pretty shooken up? Well, I think. Or he's, how did, how's he taking it? I mean, having someone point a gun at you and not knowing whether they're going to pull the trigger or not, got to be pretty. It was pretty scary. You know, when it happened to me, jarring. Yeah, I guess oh, like unlike right. like, uh, yeah, it did so, and I was in a car. Oh my, yeah. No, you didn't. They didn't really happen <laughs> yeah. like that. So but. I guess. Like, oh, so him getting a, a gun pointed at him was different than just mine. Yeah, Ryan, you're being a little bitch. What are you talking? <laughs> oh, what are you talking about in your jeep? Yeah, he didn't have a gun in his hand. Yeah. Yes. He had a gun. Did he win? Oh, the guy pointed a gun at him. Fuck! Is this too stupid? Are you on camera? He did. He did. I blacked out, but he didn't point it at you. 
He pointed at us, and I said, no, he he's did. not going to pull no, the trigger. I know he won't. No, he didn't lift it up. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I it doesn't matter. No, it does. It does. Did he lift it up? No. Yeah, I was waving he was it around fucking like pointed at us. Was he? I don't yeah. think he, was, I was I don't like, think he, he ever ain't going like to shoot. He did. No, he didn't. I don't think no, he ever he went did. like this. Okay, next time when you tell the story and you go, Ryan had a gun pulled on him. The guy was this close to his head. And, and then I have to go, oh, no, remember? He didn't even have a gun in his hand. <laughs> was Ben in the same car as everyone else? Yeah, I don't he was know. in the backseat. He couldn't see. That's why he wasn't freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> so I do have something to say about the cities. This reminds me of a story that actually Ryan and I experienced together. It was last year, last fall, and him and I and our girlfriends went to a Vikings game. And we were staying in a nice hotel um, just across the street from the stadium. And we go walking out on game day. We're sitting there waiting for like our Uber or something, or we were going to go get brunch. doesn't yeah. matter. And this guy comes up that was supposedly homeless. And uh, he goes like, you know, hey, could I get some money? Like, I'm trying to trying to get back home to see my my mama. And he was like, God, he had to be in his fifties. And like, I don't know. I, I'm actually kind of a sucker. I give. I normally give people money, but it just didn't feel right. He got to me last, and I just was like thinking to myself, I'm like, God damn it! Like, I can't keep just doing this. And I just said, Sorry, man. All I got is my card. And he literally looked at me like this. He goes. <laughs> motherfucking white Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I just started, started screaming freaking out Whoa. motherfucking white it's like I don't start, know if you can you say that word take, anymore you have to take that that word out beep it like it, 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 it was I actually, I actually it was haven't, very I haven't heard that word in a long time and he starts so calling us it and uh, like creates a whole scene and we're all just like this and he just like goes walking away and we're just like he was so nice and polite asking for the money and he switched like this and Big I was like time. bro I went from being like, God, I feel so bad telling this guy, like, no, I don't have any cash on me. To like, almost to like swinging. fuck that guy. I'd imagine that even bigger <laughs> cities are, you know, dealing with the same thing. But it's like, how do you even fix that? How do you fix that? You can't yeah. give money out to people because then you create another problem. It's yeah. just like, ultimately, it's just a societal thing. Where does Minneapolis rank in like the most violent cities? Yeah, Danger, dangerous, honestly, maybe. God, I'd have to admit it's probably not even cracking the top fifteen. I would imagine not, but it, it just really not has as high as shit. you think. But really, I think yeah. it is. Uh, I think like number one, Detroit, Baltimore, St. Louis, oh, yeah. which I've actually heard St. Louis is really bad. Memphis, bunch of random Milwaukee. That's Dang, I yeah. Have wow, you ever really? heard about the Kia yeah. boys? Uh, Minneapolis. I haven't is, heard about him. He was part that? of them for. Well, now nah, we don't want to spill the beans. <laughs> but uh, you guys ever heard about the Kia boys? Uh. Uh-uh. So it's basically this group of young men um, in Milwaukee. They're like Wisconsin. They, I don't even know if I could say young men. They are boys, like young teenagers. And they figured out for some reason how to steal Kias very easily. And they steal these Kias. I was wondering how they got their name. Yeah, the Kia boys. They're, they're the Kia boys. We're the C boys. They're, they're the, the Kia, Kia boys. boys. <laughs> don't and get them mixed up. They're the Kia. Like, we're the C boys because we're. The boys of Cormorant, they're the Kia boys because they steal Kias and drive them recklessly, wreck them, roll them, go like Jeez. 100 mile an Sounds hour kind of fun. through like a 25 mile an hour like residential zone. They are so reckless and they have no care in the world. And uh, this YouTuber, Tommy G, actually did a little segment. He did a video with him. I'll he have to went, check that out. He does like these documentaries where he goes to the hood. He's a really, I, I actually yeah, fuck he, with I've him. I've seen a few of his he, other He's up good. and coming. 
he did a video. So he, anyways, he goes to Milwaukee and he does this video with them. They like fucking start ripping these cars. How do, how do you do a video with them? Aren't they? So like, like his channel. Yeah, they were wearing masks. Okay. They had ski masks on like the kids. Yeah. And uh, you just would have to go check it out. But uh, he does these. He started doing these documentary type of videos, 15 minute videos where he'll go and be with the Kia boys who are stealing Kias or he'll go and hang around um, like a a really big drug dealer and like film drug deals and everyone's masked up. And like, it's, it's like a show you would see on vice like vice. Yeah, yeah. Where like, and he's, he does a really good job because it just is very real. How does he get that shit approved with like a drug dealer? I, and that's, all- I don't know. I think you eventually develop a reputation. Like he keeps it real. Yeah. And, and ultimately a lot of these people, you know, you've never been on camera. You, you're into money and making money or, whatever a lot of people want to be like a a star you know they feel cool whether their face is masked or whatever it's just like i guess i can understand it hits them there but anyways he did this video on uh i believe it was in new york and the dirt bikes that are running the streets around there and the guy who was his main form of contact clearly watches our videos because he was wearing a Seaboys TV dirt no bike shirt. No way. Dead ass serious. <clears throat> Dead ass serious. The guy that he meets up with and then brings him to go meet with all the other guys right. that are doing wheelies in the street is wearing a Seaboys TV dirt bike shirt. No I shit. swear to God. That's so sick. Bro, I That's and I've help. been watching his videos for like two months and then that pops. I'm like... <laughs> Like <laughs> that's pretty cool, but also I don't know. Pop it up. I will send you the link, Ryan. You can put it on the screen. Dude was wearing a dirt bike shirt. Whoever that guy's, yeah, his name, yeah, his name. I don't know. Bike uh, can I've we really that. plug him? Can we plug him? Is he gonna get in trouble? I don't know. He's trying to. Ah, whatever. We'll plug yeah. him. Fuck it. Yeah, nice that's guy. Cool. And he's like, yeah, I had to cop that. He copped the quad one that's, too. Let's send he rides him some ball. more shit. Let's send him some shit after this, just because he was wearing it in that video. And uh, that's so cool. I'm going to actually hit up Tommy G and and say, yo, love what you're doing. Oh, also, that'd be sick. Yeah. Do you guys like watch like on that similar form of content? Like real media right now is definitely on YouTube. I would say not the news. And uh, Andrew Callahan, like all gas, no breaks. He he actually got like a, a company bought that whole channel from him and he lost it so he can't do why did that happen basically he was like just trying to make it and they came to him and said we'll fund all of this we'll pay for you and a filmer maybe two filmers and we'll get you an rv and we'll pay for your gas and i think that's about it you know like fronted him i don't know twenty thousand dollars to get going and to film for the year and then like something i can't they screwed him over in the contract yeah it sounds like and then he basically had to like give up his all gas no breaks channel which is is just a fun name. That's so This now, shit happens all lot, the time yeah. in contracts. If you don't have someone reading your contracts or if you're not reading them yourself, you're fucking up. Yeah. Straight up. Crazy. So How many stories have you heard of that? He's like uh, just Channel 5 with Andrew Callahan. And like, dude, he he did like a full documentary on O-Block, like in Chicago. Yeah, he did. Dude, like, Tommy G did one as well. It's What's like O-Block? O-Block? O-Block is like a, a big community of apart, like r- apartments and there's like it's like section eight housing you know like it's very dangerous and it's just mm-hmm. dangerous that's where like chief keith came from and like mm-hmm. it, it's just dangerous in general like there's like this building is like against this building it's not quite like that but like dude people like they're shooting all over and he like went and then he took them to uh a cubs baseball game and all that like he just does the media he covers the stuff cool. that like no one's covering like going in there with like legit gang members Wow. It's a little it's, bit ingenious. Like it's not only going and documenting, but then taking them to like a normal 
yeah. societal yeah. event. That's but, some shit we do. Like he just goes to uh, like all the rallies and protests and 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 he never says anything bad about anyone, about any side, about any certain this or that, but he just ends up clowning like basically everyone he interviews. Like it's not his main goal, but it's like it's very funny. I feel like you could do that, Mike. I would love it. I he's but I'm not outgoing enough. Like I feel outgoing, but like I'm not quick and I witty say and he's like he uh, no, I guess you're right. Like he he's, doesn't really come he's off pretty as quiet, like an outgoing. Yeah, I just love it. It's very entertaining content. I have a lot of respect for people that are able to go into situations that are going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, and especially for like the cameraman too. You know, it's like kind of one of those those behind the scenes things that do not get the respect that they deserve because it's so awkward when they look at you and they're like, you're fucking filming me. Yeah, Yeah. you're the one I have the problem They normally have a problem with the camera guy and you got to sit there and hold that shit on them. And like if if anyone's getting punched first, it's the camera Camera guy for sure. They'll either whack the camera or hit the cameraman. A lot of times for YouTubers that just are like a single YouTuber with a cameraman, like Danny Duncan's a great example of it. He's probably the biggest example of it. They go around, and if anyone presses the cameraman, they get, they get they pissed, and they, they cover them, and, like, do not touch the cameraman or my camera. It, it's your duty as, and I, mean, you know, I don't even know who we're really speaking to, but it, if you're a YouTuber and you are hiring a cameraman and you're putting, doing these situational vehicle or videos where the cameraman is in a opportunity to get hit, it is your duty to make sure they don't like. It's I, I remember like protecting when, a goalie. Yeah, I remember yeah, when exactly uh, yeah. Logan Paul and was was oh, with Jake right. Paul, and Jake was hanging around the shady character at the time, and the guy went after Logan Paul's cameraman, and Logan Paul grabbed the fucking dude and slammed him to the ground. I've seen that happen. I've seen so many people like just defend their their camera guys and because they respect them because you without them it's not i love that it's it's also a very selfless duty it's a selfless duty you get no fame and you're just you're in the line of fire Mm -hmm. and it's like easy to you can do a hundred things right and one wrong you know like a hundred things right delete the one clip you shouldn't have like bounce the you know you fumble the shot yeah but i love that i love it's also it's just like, I love how you said protect the goalie. It's just like the goalie in a sense. You can do 100 things right, block 100 shots, but if you miss the three, yeah. oh, man. The one that matters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Unless you're a cameraman around here, then you get attacked because you're probably also the one playing the prank. Like when Ken <laughs> threw that thing at you. No, you were a bystander. No, you were a cameraman. Nah, I, I will admit I slightly, <laughs> in, I mean, it was kind of my instigation, mm-hmm. but uh, it's, I was, it's different for our situation because we're all friends. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah. I see what you're saying. If you're putting someone in the line of fire. Yeah, yeah, you want to yeah. know something I, I haven't been able to appreciate as much uh, just lately and maybe and it might be just due to my coming of age? Soccer. No. It, it's <laughs> when people go out and they make videos uh, potentially ri- riling up someone just minding their own business. Let's say they go to Target and mm. this guy is shopping and they're, they're secretly filming them and they very clearly instigate them to get mad and then they make this video on him but it's like this guy's really witty and he's he's quick with the comebacks and it's very obvious that he's joking and the other guy doesn't and they basically make the other person look bad on video and it's very easily for me to like watch it and see and be like they totally just did that guy dirty they set him up and i mean we've maybe done it a couple times too um 
it, I think it's considered punching down in the industry. It's like when the joke's not on you, you kind of are punching down and you know, whatever. But I've had a hard time appreciating that lately. Interesting. You know what I'm sure. saying? And yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not even going to say, I'm not going to say YouTubers names that do that, but there's so many that have made such a large career off of it. It's like, I, th- I think maybe I don't appreciate it as much because they're like, I, I know how these people are living. I'm like, wow, dude, like you're a fucking millionaire and you go around to Walmart and pick on these like people that are just trying to get by and then you set them up and then you make it big off of it. And it's just like, I don't know. And, <clears> and then you I used to, yeah. cut. I used, yeah, you can yeah. edit it and make them look bad, make you look good. And, uh, that used to be my favorite type of content, right. but now I have grown out of it. Huh? Because I don't know, I just have a different look on it. I don't, I don't appreciate it as much. I think there's like two truths to that, like both sides. How you said it is considered punching down in the industry because it is. And then there's also the side of some. It's all subjective. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it is funny. And and like how you said, we've maybe done it a few times because sometimes it happens when we're like out and about. Right. Maybe especially it's when different we're like when you're looking up. for it or right. you're out and but they creating come in. a whole career off of it. Completely different. It's because then it's like they're up, they're way up, like they're making yeah. money and they're just always like yeah, always another video someone else's of, detriment. Of punching down. Yeah. Like it's different if I'm making fun of you because it's kind of like you know we're in this together kind of yeah, thing, totally. but it's like not really that cool if you're like clowning random people, basically just taking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a very grown up thing of you to say, but I mean, it's hundred percent. It's legit. something I've recently realized because there's just people that I've watched for a long time that I have a hard time watching. Mm-hmm. And it definitely is changing people on watching on YouTube. It's shifting towards a, I like how you did this prank on people. No one got hurt. No one got upset. Yeah. No one, whatever. To be clear, you mentioned Danny Duncan. It's not, I'm not even talking about Danny Duncan. There's just so many other people that, that do that type of content. Danny Duncan is probably my favorite YouTuber. still. I think it's probably the easiest, one of the easiest types of content to it's make. It's not though, but it, it, it just takes balls. a certain type of person. You have to have right. balls. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. But like, if you do, if you go up to 25 people, yeah, in, in reality, you got the balls to do it. Odds are that you're going to find one person that's going to give you such a good reaction. You're going to go viral off of it. So it's like, it's just kind of a numbers game. But Dude, there's this guy on Instagram that I have followed and I think he's really funny. And he does a little bit more where he makes fun of himself. And that's kind of why it's a little funnier. Still, it's, Re- interacting with random people but he goes to like a Lowe's and he's smoking weed <laughs> and he goes can I smoke this in here and like nobody stops him Same for and at he Home just Depot ends up getting too. wicked high and he like literally is at he's like can someone please kick me out and they're like nah man you're Dude. good to do that in here just totally flipped it on they him they don't want to even press him yeah no. they don't even want to probably get- whatever type of city they live in it's so funny yeah <laughs> they're like we got bigger problems to deal with man people are stealing stuff in here <laughs> Yeah, they're like, we don't need to stop this. I'm going to pull it up. Speaking of stealing stuff, I saw Walmart just dropped a stat that they had a billion dollars worth of stuff stolen last year. I believe Whoa. it. Yeah, and, and I heard that they were talking about potentially closing down their stores, which I thought was major cap. Yeah. Yeah. Major yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah. Certain stores. So the dumb question, oh, I, maybe this feels dumb, stores. but is Walmart worldwide or just U.S.? Kind of worldwide. America. Worldwide. I don't know about, yeah, I, didn't, not, I, okay. I know it's Europe. America. Oh. But. Not a lot, but there is it not allowed. I think they tried and they kind of closed a few. <laughs> really? Can you imagine? <laughs> not allowed. God, yeah. Uh, but not allowed, yeah, not so if lot. it's like worldwide or, but if that's just US, like, you know, put in, that's a lot of stolen. What What is Walmart's revenue a year? Like, is a billion bucks 
for Walmart's revenue a lot, though. Yeah. They said a billion dollars has been stolen. stolen? A billion. Dude, there's there's some cities where uh, they have, like, laws where they don't enforce certain type of crimes where like so if it's a if it's like under a certain dollar amount they don't enforce it and i've seen videos of this it'll be like this guy comes in here every week and steals whatever and he's just masked up and like no one can stop him he just walks in takes shit leaves no one does anything they just turn the other cheek and the police don't do anything either yeah because they're like oh this guy just stole a bag of chips and a pop and they, the guy steals, day. you know, whatever. But yeah, he just walks in, walks out. Wow. And I think there's a lot of cities like that. I don't know what exactly it's called. It's like a, it's just like a petty crime. Yeah. yeah. They consider under a certain dollar amount, maybe like a thousand bucks. So they could steal like, wow. I don't, and don't quote me on a thousand, but like a certain amount. And it was like the dude had taken very clearly stolen. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen to him. Um, he does and, it every week. But in fiscal year, 2022, they did five hundred and seventy-two point eight billion. Wow! Wow! So how much was stolen? Just a billion? 05 percent of the revenue. That's not no, even a one percent. Yeah, it's yeah. That's it's like one percent of one percent. Marginal. Sorry, sorry. Not even a full percent. That's that's very marginal. That's a lot. Still, that's a ton. Yeah, it's that's a lot a ton of, money, of stuff. But yeah. <laughs> No, I don't. I believe it. We're Have you ever been in this? Billion dollars. Never even seen that ever. A billion dollars. Like it would fill up like an arena of just stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so the bigger funny. you get, that's just part of it. But uh, I've been like creating a folder on Instagram, like of of crazy videos, but like actually crazy videos. You know, people getting smoked at the like, a bunch of just crazy shit. This too is West Coast is like, have you ever seen like crazy videos? Yeah, I mean, not not it's it's not a folder of people oh, just getting hit by cars or smoke. He watches every night before he goes to bed, as you will. Yeah, I go through all twenty four videos every night. Okay, what what's your folder here? It, it's just crazy videos. <laughs> there and I'm is saying, a lot of explicit. Yeah, things. obviously. Okay, where are you going with this? I'm just wondering if you guys want me to show them to you. Oh, can we? I feel like this is uh, when you're young and you used to search on YouTube like crazy videos. Remember yes. that, dude? Before there was I a promise you, these YouTube. will not be what you'd find. Crazy but. videos. <laughs> dude, they are. I promise you, if this happened to you, you'd go, that was crazy. Straight into the top floor patio door and exploded probably in their living room. <laughs> like, can you imagine that happening to you? Bro. It, it, like, it could have started the, the entire building on fire to Let an extent. Let alone really hurt someone. Yeah. I don't, I, I hate to be this guy. I don't think it's real. Really? Huh? Yeah, it could be. How do you not think this is real? It's too far away. Yeah, it just it seems like too yeah. real. All right, well, that maybe. seems real to me. <laughs> like, can you imagine doing that on whatever kind of tractor that is? <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I can finesse. Bounce How it back How does this only up. have 4,300 <laughs> likes? Mike, don't, don't you have a tractor? You have a tractor. I do have a tractor. Oh, you, dude, Mark. You couldn't do that Mark, it, you're but. a farm boy. Mark. Mark. Mike. God damn, dude! God, absolutely! I love the caption. If your shit tore up, I'm gonna stay away. Come on, my dude! The car meets. (laughs) When you just no, did he just run over his leg? Yeah, and then look at him, just like kind of like walk away. All right, I'll restart it. 
And dude, I saw this one. Front wheel drive. Oh, <laughs> hold up! What that guy you, might have a broken dude, neck. So many people get run over, over by cars and are fine. Hold up! I know he, he got run over by a Chevy HHR or whatever the fuck that is. I think that's that's a I think yeah, he broke his back or his neck. Oh, he's back down. Yeah, he broke his back or his neck. Oh, his face, dude. His face is no. He broke his back or his neck. Hundred percent. Do you see the way he bended? Oh, wow. no, like, like collarbone. Yeah, so he got something. out of there. This collarbone, something. There's so many good ones of these, dude. Oh, oh this, is, this the, is the best yeah. one. The pants oh, one. That's the pants one. Pants get pulled. Dude, look, he looks up at the guy, and the guy on the left is filming him right there. And he's like, oh shit, <laughs> just his got pants dirty. down. Boxers that, are is, off. Is that like a southern thing to do these car meetups and donuts? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I haven't thought that was funny. <laughs> Bike in half. <laughs> no. Dude, I was no. just telling Vass to watch out and not do this on our scooter. Oh, right in front of the cop. Oh, dude. Oh, he skins. slid on his face. Dude, he had the green light, too. That cop was running a red light. <laughs> You're trying to warn him. Oh, shit. my gosh. Banshee. Go figure. Oh, dude, there's been so Straight many times late at night. We've been, but I fucking told you. <laughs> told you. There's been so many times late at night. We'll be buzzing home down the trail after like a long day snowmobiling in the mountains. And we'll be just ripping like 75 Burning. dark whooped out trail. And there'll just be a corner that comes out of nowhere. And I've almost done that. And I always go, man, that really, really suck right now. Just yeah. pile drive into a bunch Freezing. of trees at the end of the day. Yeah, this is a, this, I will end on this one. It's a four-wheeler clip that most of you should have seen if you're into what, a power sports, but this dude bounces this utility four-wheeler. Uh, oh! Wait. Oh! Uh, oh! Does it roll on him? It kind of does, but actually the dude ends up being all right. So you got to be careful with those those, those actual four yeah, wheelers, like you, not quads, you utility four wheelers. Those things roll on you, you're in trouble. I mean, people die all the time. Especially the uh, the it's the going up the hill thinking you can climb oh, something or and tip straight back, or even sideways. Yeah, dude, a collection. I I promise, like I only put that's like, your bike, Mike. I know, dude. He's on the YZ. Oh no, and he's got a chick on there. Yeah, I already know it's gonna oh. happen. And they're having a good time now, but this poor girl. What is she doing hanging around this guy? Oh my god. But he, yeah, like right now he's kind of shredding. Well, clearly he knows. Oh, what he's I doing. hate that you say right now. <laughs> so then they switch positions. She hops on the back. No. He's going crazy he's right now. Up. He's doing the Evan arm swing. Oh my gosh. She have her feet on the pegs? Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Honestly, Dude, this is insanely yeah, this is... impressive. Wait, maybe they don't crash and I just saved it because I was really impressed. <laughs> this is going to be Mike and Sydney. <laughs> I was going to say they'd be really dumb to post all this and not post. I agree, dude. He's Same like bike and everything. Absolutely throwing down right now. Man, this chick has got b bigger balls than him. I, don't, I wouldn't want to ride on the back <laughs> of that thing. It's I was going to say I must really like this guy. Well, it's it, whenever Clearly. I think of a ride or die, that I just always think of that. It's like not that you know everyone wants a ride or die, but like whatever yeah. that is, that's ride Dude, or die. I <laughs> would, it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even expect anyone to do that with me. Dude, oh, <laughs> the oh my Wait, can we get the bowling sound on that? 
gosh. How do people keep getting hit at these car meets? How do you show up I, I at a they, street? They just keep happening. Yeah, I know, but they, how do how are you so fucking dumb? You're like, I'm gonna stand this, this close, close dude, to, get I, hit. to I, this I, random I amateur dude who just bought a charger yeah. last week. <laughs> Literally, dude. Part should, of the thrill. We should do like a PSA, like uh, T-shirt or you know some fundraiser. Stop getting hit at car meets or whatever. What are yeah, those called again? The, a PSA. Slide, yeah, street takeovers. Street takeover slideshow. I do want to go to one thing. though. I'm yes. not gonna lie, it'd be yeah, so, so fun. Is dude. that is that like a southern thing? I think it's more of a big city thing. I think it's they can get away with it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think southern wherever a bunch of dudes have stolen Hellcats seems to be a common theme. It is always the Hellcats. You always see a Hellcat doing it. I think always. it's I think it's because you can buy like a seventy thousand or a hundred and seventy thousand mile Hellcat with a salvage title for like thirty five grand. Yeah. So it's That's like true. How can you not? It's also kind of like the gangster car. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at like the the hood rappers, they're all ripping around in Hellcats. It doesn't matter if it's a Charger. It's mostly a Challenger. Mostly, most of the time, it's a it's a Charger. Yeah, the Charger the or the Challenger. It's a four door. When yeah. you see somebody That's getting true. smoked yeah. in it's a donut ring like that, it's always it's usually a Hellcat Charger. But it's always. like the neighborhood star drug dealer. They all like that's when they feel like they. I don't know. That's it, where you got it when you got that it kitty. Seems yeah. like, it <laughs> seems like that's how it is, and it also seems to be that's how it is because of the way they talk about it in the rap songs. But <laughs> I, I, I'd say we've probably gone long enough today, wouldn't you guys? Yes, sir. We've gone deep enough. It was a good, good chat. one. It was a good one. Yeah, this was fun. Subscribe if you're not already. Drop a like, comment, 150, whatever you want. We're trying to get to 150,000 subscribers. Grinding for it. So... No, and we're also trying to hit 2 million subscribers on YouTube for C-Boys TV, so our main channel. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.